St. Patty's Day, happy, happy St. Patty's Day. Green beer, anything doing? The grill is off, sweater's on, toes are cold. Chat GPT for language learning, digital or paper homework. Which one? China's market's greater. What's going on? Friday, March 17th, 2023. I'm Stephen Sersky. Hope you are doing well and happy St. Patty's to all the Irish folk out there and everybody else around the world. Friday, Friday, March 17th, which means that it is like the official weekend. Like the, It's better when St. Paddy's Day sort of happens uh, on the weekend because you can uh, partake of the festivities, which, I'm not going to lie, most of it consists of drinking, particularly green beer. I was doing some quick YouTube uh, Google research prior to this episode, and it's like, yeah, green beer, um, although it's, it is associated with uh, St. Paddy's Day, this was only, um, I guess... The color green didn't become associated with the Irish until the 17th century as it became a symbol of unity for the Irish people in their struggle against those English people. <laughs> uh, so the uh, green beer, I guess, is usually with uh, uh, food coloring of some sort. I meant to do this last year, but never did. I'm actually going to go out and meet a, a buddy after this, so uh, maybe they'll have green beer at the small bar that we're going to go to. Not entirely sure, but uh, hopefully it's not too late of a night because I do have a whole bunch of updating I've got to get done. I haven't updated that uh, website in a while. I've got a bunch of March Motion videos I have to update as well. Um, not, not not only that, i got to also work on my Chinese as well, which uh, looking at how many things i got to get done, it might be tough to get it all done uh, this weekend. Thankfully, I'm not working... Uh, but um, I, I don't really pay attention to a lot of the, the goings-on in the city. I know that a few of the bars around town are ho- are hosting uh, like all-day specials or something. Um, so it's pretty... It, the, the community here, the expat community here, doesn't skip a beat, doesn't miss uh, St. Patty's Day. It's, it's going to partake. Uh, I, for me, uh, it's not a, uh, not a day that I'm closely associated with, although I knew, I do know a few Irish folks, uh, Irishmen, um, no Irish women, none that come to mind to tell you the truth, a few Scots, but, uh, maybe there's one Irish, I don't know, but, uh, no one, not many, let's put it that way, not many, so happy St. Patty's Day, uh, to you folks out there. The grill is off. Sweaters are on. The toes are cold. WTF. Well, so the truly centralized heating has been shut off. This happened on March 15th, actually, a couple days ago already. Um, And just as it it, it always seems to happen this way, where they shut off the heating, uh, the truly centralized heating, and then then it gets cold. It it snaps back or something. It's It's almost by shutting off the heating... It drops the temperature of the city overall, and so that's what drops the temperature. So it's it's not natural. It's they shut off the heating system, and that's what makes it so cold. Of course, it's not true, but it, 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 ten, it tends to happen. Uh, I think there was one year, I remember, they extended the date of the, um, the heating by a f- couple weeks. I can't remember. Maybe it was a week or maybe it was two weeks. I can't remember, but it was one of the first couple of years that I was here uh, in China, but uh, uh, it doesn't happen very often. It does happen sometimes where they turn it on earlier because uh, it, it kind of depends on probably finances, to tell you the truth, but someone else sort of turns that knob, not knob, that nozzle, that knob for the heat to come on. 
Uh, but yeah, so if you are feeling a little bit chilly in your apartment, it's not you and death is not at your door. It's just cold because the buildings are cold. The weather outside is kind of cold. It's been cold today, the last couple of days as well. So uh, it's uh, it, it happens in March. Give it, it is sweater weather. Uh, oh, today was jacket weather, but primarily it's going to be a sweater weather for about two or three weeks. And then come April, by Qingming Festival, it's going to be hot. And you're going to be like, if you start wearing a sweater outside, you'll be taking it off and you'll be carrying it around with you. But you'll have to bring a sweater with you anyway because the temperature will drop just enough in the evening that you'll be like, boy, I wish I had a sweater. <laughs> so it becomes an accessory for about another month, uh, maybe three weeks. And then after that, you try to shed all the accessories you can because Beijing just heats up for three or four months. Anyway, uh, so the uh, hope you have thick socks. Don't wash the, don't put away the winter jackets just yet. Winter wear just yet. It's still uh, you still need it, but uh, certainly not wearing as many clothes outside to run, which is nice. It uh, takes down a few pieces and it means I don't have to wash as many things as well. Chat GPT for language learning. Hmm, how so? What say you, Stephen? Well, so I was thinking today. I'm like, I got this token or this uh, this key to get into ChatGPT that uh, I got on Taobao, and um, I was like, well, wait a minute, I haven't used it in a while because I got fed up with it with this automation thing. Uh, that struck me today. I'm like, wait a minute, whoa, 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 Stevie, 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 what do you do most of the time? You study languages, okay? So. What do you spend a lot of your time doing? Looking for good language materials. Now, I've been using italki quite a bit for uh, talking in Chinese, uh, which has been great. Don't get me wrong. If you, I should probably set up my affiliate program so I can, uh, you know, if you want to help me help this podcast, you can use that link and I'll get a percentage. If you, I think it's you have to pay for more than buy more than twenty dollars worth of credits. Uh, and then uh, you can, then I get a percentage. I can't remember how much it is. It's, I don't think it's very much. Uh, but actually this week I've been u- doing quite a few lessons. Tuesday, I, I did two lessons on Tuesday, one lesson on Wednesday, one lesson Thursday. I did I had another lesson with uh, uh, the, another lady in Kazakhstan this week. And I'm not doing any lessons because uh, actually there's quite a few Kazakhstani that are on the uh, the app that maybe they're just coming up because of my my language preferences uh, but I turned to chat GPT today um, so I didn't have to rely on italki for everything like I used to use hello talk but one of them I had it on two or three different devices and it kicked me out of a couple of them and I couldn't remember which password or which username I used for it anyway so I was like all right well done sign up again basically so how can you use ChatGPT for language learning? Well, there was two ways that sort of popped up uh, in mind. Uh, one was, uh, you, you'll remember that I've been doing language journaling. So I've been uh, doing some writing uh, on my own just you know, 10, 15 minutes every every day or so. It hasn't been last little last week or so. Uh, but um, trying to use as many target language Actually, trying to trying to use as many characters as I know on my own without relying on the dictionary. Now, so that seems to have um, <clears throat> come to an, uh, an end, come to a limit, because it, there's a certain amount that I know how to write just by my own vocabulary. Now, there's other words I have to use at the HSK5 level, of course. So one of the prompts or one of the things I had uh, 
uh, ChatGPT do today was actually come up with a bunch of ideas for um, journaling and uh, what would you call it? Uh, a scheduling, basically. So this is one of the things that I did. I asked it. Uh, let's see. Let's see what the first one is. Um, the very first. So apparently you're supposed to like prep or you can prep. ChatGPT. So I put it in, I'm studying Mandarin Chinese. And it goes, oh, it's great. Mandarin Chinese is a fascinating language. It did this for every language that I input there. Like I, I'm studying uh, Ukrainian. I'm studying Latin. Oh, that's great. Latin is a fact. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're original. Sentience, uh, huh? Right? Sentient being? Not at all. And it gives me about five different things about how uh, it's so wonderful to learn uh, uh, Chinese uh, then I type in um, in Chinese itself. Since I will say si Zhongwen, the Uzi. So uh, I'm studying Chinese, the fifth level, and it's like, oh, Gong Xi Ni, Nong Go Da Dao. You achieve the the fifth the Uzi the Han Yu Shui Ping Yi Jing Xiao Dang Bu So your uh, your levels that's you've already hit the fifth level. That's pretty good. Jie uh, Xiaolai. Uh, so you expand your vocabulary. Uh, mount. Uh, uh, so increase your um, your grammar and your reading abilities as well. Uh, so Princess all of in, in uh, simplified Chinese. I'm like, oh, that's great. Thank you. Uh, what about? Wait a minute. One of the things that's kind of tough to track down sometime is, well, short stories or like easy to use stories, story, stories that you could read and go, hey, actually understand that, that are not these HSK materials because the HSK materials are just pedantic, dumb life advice. And we should all learn to get along with each other. Right. Yeah. I don't go to HSK for life lessons. I go to it just because it gives me a structured approach to the Mandarin Chinese language. Uh, so I ask it, can you give me a simple story in Mandarin Chinese? And it says, Dang Ran, Dang Wo Hai Shi Yi Ge Xiao Hai Zi De Shi Ho. So it goes, I'm, when I was a little kid, but I like to go to the park to play. So it gives me both the Chinese, no pinyin, Chinese and the English. You go, well, can you give me an intermediate story? And it spits out another one about uh, traveling to China. Uh, and then I say, okay, well, can you give me uh, a five-day schedule of 20 characters to learn? Well, sure, here's a five-day schedule. So day one, day two. But these are very simple. It's so like the day one, it gives me ni, hao, shi, wo, bu. Okay, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I have to be a little bit more precise in what my, my meaning is. I'm like, okay, um, give me a week-long schedule to, 20, uh, to study 20 HSK5 characters. And then it goes, ah, here we go. Okay, so day one, Shi Zhong, Shi Zhong, Hua, Tui Chi, Wen Ding, and then day two, day three, and so on. So day five, it says review all 20 characters. Day six and seven, then it says more review. So it gave me four days and then told me to review for three. Hmm, thanks, chat GPT. So that's kind of neat. I was kind of, that's kind of cool. Uh, but uh, the thing with this is that, you know what? I have enough flashcards to go through. I don't really need that. What I need is a little bit more inspiration to do some journal writing. I'm thinking, do I just write my HSK5 stuff all the time? Uh, do I just write my own personal view all the time? Or do I find some writing prompts? 
So I ask it, okay, well, can you give me five journal prompts to write every day using HSK5 vocabulary? And it spits out five of them. I go, uh, well, sorry. So it gives out five ideas all in English. I'm like, oh, come on. No, 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 no. I want it in Chinese. And I go, okay, well, can you provide five HSK5 characters for number one? Number one is describe your favorite childhood memory. Use at least five HSK5 vocabulary words to tell a story. Thanks. That's what I was asking you to provide. So that's what. It, so that was the first response. The second response is, it says, "Yeah, okay. You here are five words at the HSK five level that you can use: Tongyan, uh, Huiyi, Gushi, Tonghua, and Kuaila." Like, oh, okay, there we go. Now we're finding something here. So I get it to give me some more journal prompts with more characters. I'm like, well, why don't you just give me 31 short writing prompts with five different HSK five words each? And it does. It took a few times. It stopped, uh, like, I guess, uh, yeah, right about a time you had to make a difficult decision and use the words. It gives me a bunch of words. Uh, and so it's a very standard sort of way of uh, displaying the question, but it changes all of the words. And I'm, these words do look familiar. Uh, they don't look unfamiliar, which is good. Uh, but it did take a few times to uh, reboot the questions. It's got uh, one, to, 1 to 9, then 10 to 18, uh, 19 to 26. So it took four or five attempts. Um, <laughs> I kept, Could you please finish your response? Apologies for the confusion. It seems like my response got cut off again. Here are the remaining prompts. And that happened a couple of times. So it was kind of it was kind of neat to sort of see this. I was like, oh my goodness, that's, that's bloody well fantastic. So here we go. There is no excuse. The, the goal here, so I have actually two main ideas with this. Number one, uh, I want to uh, actually print this out uh, regardless of what you think of digital copies and wasting them you know killing trees and papers printing it out having it and putting it up on like a, a notepad or on uh, like right in front of me so it's not troublesome to go find it i'll go do that i'd write them out but then it's like you're just writing out instructions why like, it, it seems a little bit uh, troublesome to do that so get that and then that way i can also cross them out Right as I go along, and that can can mark it thirty one days and go basically. So that was that was number one. Number two, I was thinking about this. Going, you know, one of the things I uh, have been kind of debating a little bit more is the idea of having like a, a personal assistant. But I've talked about automation, and I've talked about my own sort of uh, use of Automator on Mac OS. Um, the idea would be to actually not so much have someone I pay, which would be awesome if I had someone just going, Steve, you have to do this. But that doesn't make sense if I'm paying money to do to study a language, right? So instead, can I create a series of prompts here that can then be put into the calendar, my Mac OS calendar, that can be called up every single day and displayed automatically at like, 9 15 p.m 9 p.m or something like that and then that way i wasn't going to use these prompts actually what i was going to use instead was i was going to get it to write five or 31 very short stories using at least uh five hsk five level words and then that way i could use that i could have it pop up every day automatically in the evening when i'm uh, when i'm at my computer when i'm in my apartment and i can read this and i can see it i was thinking that's kind of neat I was also debating whether or not I should program this on my phone using Python. 
which I did ask the chat GPT how to do that. And I was like, this is Steven, you're, you're, you're doing it again. You're getting into like the, uh, this, this fun, crazy stuff of trying to code everything, trying to solve a problem that you really don't need to solve. What you need to do is study your language. <laughs> so stop it, right? Just stop trying already. Focus at one thing at a time. If it's Chinese you want to learn, then learn how to chi- learn how to Chinese. If you want to learn Python, then learn how to Python. But trying to do both at the same time gets a little bit tricky. Not because you can't, but because you're if you're taking your focus more on how to study the language rather than actually studying the language, that's where you aren't going to learn it. Right? You're going to learn programming, not Chinese. And I would like to learn Chinese at this moment. So that was the idea to uh to do so far so i have these writing prompts uh, i was going to get the stories uh sorted out and then uh, have my uh, computer automated so uh, using automators i've written a program already uh to to do this so it's not too troublesome to actually to just swap out the elements right it's that, that's why i was thinking i've already gone through the the uh the beginning steps of that just have to modify the current automator workflow that I have already installed on my computer. So that's uh, that's kind of neat. Uh, digital or paper homework. Um, not going to lie. Uh, it's This is one of these things where you're kind of wondering. You, you kind of like to have, because I have the HSK5 books, and I look at them and go, thank goodness I've done that. Like I've gone through all that, and I can't wait to put the HSK5 books up on that safe pot, same pile. And there's what? Four... 8, 9, 10 HSK 5 books, 11, 12 books that I could put up there. It's a chunk, right? Like it's a chunk of paper that has to get put away at some point and currently is buried in another closet over the nether, another cupboard. But um, once you finish those, you can look at them and go, I did that. Like I've, I've done that. Like it's it's over. And it's a nice reminder of just how far you've, you've come along. Now, whether or not you keep these things forever... I mean, it's at least a bit motivating when you are still doing your uh, your studies. Unlike using like an iPad or eBooks and stuff like that, where it just gets buried in some folder, and yeah, it's out of sight, out of mind. But that's the problem: is that it is out of mind. You don't see it. Uh, being an expat, um, living in a small apartment, uh, traveling quite a bit, and being sort of a solo person, right? Because there's no if something were to happen, it's not like people are going to set up a, a memorial of Stephen's stuff. It's not going to happen. It's going to go into garbage. It's gone. I mean, so this stuff is all personal. It's for me. It's my, my own motivation. Um, it would, I don't, who would be like, well, I want his HSK five books. I want his HSK Chinese books, which have all these writings in them. Like they're all completed horribly. You don't want them. I mean, Unless you were going to make some sort of uh, museum uh, presentation about this is how you don't learn a language, <laughs> which is kind of a funny idea. It's just these these things are personal. Uh, I, I have found that having the, some of the written records, like learning materials are kind of nice, but um, having a lot of books, they just uh, pile up. Unless you're able to read through them very quickly uh, and, and get as much as you can, uh, it's... It is nice to have the ebooks, especially with the iPad, because you can take screenshots, you can write within the books, you can delete, you can erase. Uh, it's very convenient, very uber modern, very nice. You can record voice memos and everything is all in one 
uh, place. The problem is, is that it is all one place and it's a very expensive place and it requires electricity to run. So if you run out of battery, it becomes an issue. And most of all, it can be distracting. Oh, well, I'll just check how easy it is to just check a social media icon. And then you, next thing you know, you've lost 10 minutes of study time. China Market's Crater WTF is going on. Honestly, uh, don't really know. No, uh, th- But if you remember, COVID, March, 20, uh, March 2020, COVID hit the markets, or um, the markets cratered. 2021, markets cratered. 2022, did they crater again? I, there was a pullback in March, uh, as is usual. And so this year, again, uh, is it blood in the streets? Pretty close. Uh, the uh, it's there's a lot of stocks that are falling. Like horrible amounts of monies are just dropping. Chinese banks are okay though, which is kind of bizarre. It means that are they insulated from the SVP, the Silicon Valley Bank, which is the big talk of the town now. The big news is that SVP now, and there was some sort of um, uh, it wasn't a sh- it wasn't a bond purchase. So this time it's not a bailout. What they did is they basically it's kind of like a swap. So this bank had a bunch of uh, bonds that it couldn't pay because interest rates rose, right? Uh, and as a result, they missed the payment or they defaulted, and they're like, well, we can't pay. And so that's what's causing uh, this problem. The, the, the real reason is because this one guy, Peter Thiel, Thiel Peter Thiel called all of his clients uh, the Wednesday before everything, like before shit hit the fan, and said, get your money out. This bank is not going to do very well. Sure enough, that bank run just made a problem worse. Uh, so the idea being that what the Fed did in the United States and SVP, Silicon Valley Bank, is that Silicon Valley Bank had a bunch of bonds that it just transferred over to the Fed. The Fed said the bond, because the bonds are still worth X amount, but the coupon rate, so how much they pay are like they're, when they mature, you will still get face value for the bond, which for the Fed, they don't care. They own the bank, but for SVP, if they have $10 billion worth of bonds, and the street value of those bonds is $13 billion. well, then they sell them because they can make more money than holding them to maturity. If the, those t- bonds are only worth $8 billion, but the interest that they're earning on them over the time can make up for that gap or more, then they hold on to them, and that's why. And usually price, price of bonds and... Uh, the, Price of bonds and the yield of bonds are inverse. So as uh, uh, interest rates rise, the price would go down. As the price goes up, the the, the yield uh, goes down. So that's very uh, inextricable. You can't you can't change that. That's just how it works. Uh, so basically, uh, SVP SVB is uh, under trouble now. Is that reverberating here through China? That's the big question. Like how much of this? And I'm looking at this going. These uh, these companies have. Something stuck. Something has sticky fingers into that area, into uh, that bank, because there's just a whole lot of sell-offs in big names, uh, especially the tech. But uh, why are the banks doing okay here in China? That's the weird part. Why are the banks in, in China going up? Steel companies have also been doing okay. But uh, so commodities are kind of okay. Oil all okay, even though like Canadian oil getting crushed. There was another guy on Twitter who said that it's not oil and the markets correlated. It's there's a bond collapse happening. And when the bond market collapses, really bad things happen. 
um, bond people are bond traders are typically seen to be a very smart group, very conservative group. They're not like stock market speculators at all, um, for reasons that nowadays I don't really understand why they're they're still considered the smartest. I mean, it seems that they're trading these things as stocks are traded, right? So it doesn't make sense to me why they're considered so much um, of a different caliber, basically. All that being said. Uh, how long will this last? I mean, we're coming to the end of March. No, we're not. So we're still in the middle of March. <laughs> Got two more weeks of this, probably. Uh, looking at some of the markets, they're pretty uh, sold off. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if there's a bit of a bounce next week. And then possibly another sort of shakeout fall uh, the week after, leading into April. April is an earnings month, right? January, February, March, yes. So first quarter ends at the end of this month, which means earnings start getting reported middle of April, which typically happens is that prices go up into earnings and they decline afterwards. So they, so the, the rumor um, pumps the stock price, and then once the news is released, it, it, it falls down again. That's typically how it works. So I'm um, not surprised a little bit here. Is it panic mode? Mm, maybe we saw it already. Maybe it's done. Um, and that, now people are like, that's yeah, the weekend. <laughs> Got other things to think about. Let's go back to using ChatGPT. <laughs> that one's fun. Ask it again about the <laughs> very unimportant thing that you have to ask ChatGPT. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stephensersky.com. It's going to be busy this weekend for me, not with work so much, but so much with my other work where I'm posting. i got to update this website because it's, I'm like two weeks behind now. Uh, i got to figure out a better way for this. ChatGPT, how to fix my website easier. Doesn't do voice prompts just yet. Thanks again, folks. Have a good weekend. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.